uh, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. All right. Um, so who's going to read it? Mr. Mark's on. Steve, Stephen, you're out. Oh, okay, I'll, you want me to read it? If, you, if you'd like. Is this, uh, I always defer to the group. And Phil, I'm glad you're here. Good, good morning. Could you hear us, Phil? Yes. Wow, you're coming in loud and clear. Holy smokes. Okay, good. <laughs> I can lower it. Oh, in the hall. That is some speaker. Yeah, okay, this is uh, Luke uh, 21, 5 to 19, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, by your perseverance, you will secure your lives. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, All that you see here, the days will come when there will not be left a stone upon another stone that will not be thrown down. Then they asked him, Teacher, when will this happen? And what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen? He answered, See that you not be deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has come. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for such things must happen first. But it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues, from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony. Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a, wis a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to the Lord Jesus Christ. We talked about this gospel reading on a Tuesday night prayer group. And Deacon Bob said, do you think we're in the end times? And your former boss said no. But Deacon Bob goes, no, we are in the end times. And we've been in it for 2,000 years. So it's interesting. I never heard it put like that. Paul thought Christ was going to return in his lifetime. every individual is always in an end time too because we could we could go tomorrow that's right what do you think phil thanks mark 
Well, I, I think... just like to hear you talk. Your voice resonates. Yeah, like that echo. You know. <laughs> well, like... I think um, I think what I think what Jesus' message is not only to the disciples but to us is that when we look at things of the world, because they Luke makes a point of uh, adornments of this temple. This temple must have looked like a, a mighty impressive building um who would have thought who would think that this temple could be destroyed and i think he was trying to remind us that in the end all of it all of it means nothing um except our perseverance and faith in him um you know uh i've got some uh some people down here that believe in, you know, in revelations, like literally, and especially they're talking about uh, the rapture. And uh, I guess they're excited about the rapture. I, I have no idea. But um, I think, um, and we don't know the end, we don't know the time. The time is not known to us. And I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't remember your name, the, the fellow with the blue uh, checkered shirt. Steve Higgins, um, Steve. Father of eight children. Oh, Steve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Steve. Uh, that's really well said. I mean, we are, if you were a Christian around 200 AD, you probably thought those were the end of times, right? You were leading you to the, to, uh, the Colosseum. If you were living in the Middle Ages or the, uh, the Dark Ages, right after the fall of the Roman Empire, you thought, must have thought that that was the end of time. You went through World War II, you would have thought that was the end of time. Um, you know, you had the war, you had um, the Spanish flu. Um, so these are the end of times. Uh, and we need to be uh, uh, alert that, and not be deceived by the things of the earth. All of it goes away. You know, who would have thought that Soviet Russia would have fallen with a couple of words? You know, just in 87, it fell apart. Um, who would have thought? Um, so anyway, um, that was my take on it. Um, it's hard to take. I mean, it, the first part of that gospel, I can understand really well. Uh, the second part of it, when you were talking about signs and things like this, I, I don't even know if we have to, for me, I'm not concerned about it. Um, but I think Jesus, in the context of what Jesus was talking about, I think he was trying to prepare them for their crosses that they would have to bear. Um, but can you imagine uh, you're being asked to follow Christ and to let them know that you're going to be persecuted. You're going to be taken before the synagogue. You'll be flogged. You'll be accused of things you haven't done all the things that were done to Jesus. And uh, so in a way, I think contextually, he was just trying to say to him that our life is short. All the things of the world uh, pass by, uh, except for him, except for, for Jesus Christ and his, uh, his ministry. You know, uh, so. uh, I've, I've heard people call in Catholic answers and talk about this. Um, because I think in this first part, uh, I think, you know, uh, uh, so the temple got destroyed, I think, in eighty seventy, 
And so a lot of the stuff that Jesus says is going to happen actually did happen in the lifetime of those early disciples. Um, and, and, like, they were martyred, and they, and they did ha get turned over um, to, to uh, uh, you know, by their relatives and friends um, and were put to death. But uh, uh, I always see, like, in God's uh, providential plan of throughout time, there's always, like, echoes of things. And so in the same way that the early church had to suffer those persecu persecutions, you know, throughout the history of time, the church has to suffer those types of persecutions. And uh, probably, you know, at, at the end of time, there will be, you know, another, I think it's in scripture elsewhere, that there will be, you know, a, another great tribulation. You know, similar to this for, um, like, you know, uh, um, so the, here they were, the disciples were, this is like shortly before the crucifixion, and they come to Jerusalem, and the disciples are like, "Look at that temple! It's awesome! You know, temple of God. That's uh, it's you know the most beautiful thing." And and Jesus is like, "Yep, it's gonna get totally torn down, and you guys are gonna be put to death." <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. so it's, it's a little bit a little bit tough to tough to swallow, but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Robert Noah see it. Father uh, Stan. I guess maybe last Sunday. Maybe last Sunday. He, he he loves preaching to a small group, right? Which is his church, because there's not many people in the church anymore. A lot of people have left. Um, but he says, "You are the church." Pointing to the people in the pews, right? And he definitely tells us that we're probably all going to die, like at the hands of somebody else, because he thinks that. That everything we see around us, whether it's elections or whatever, this or that, it's it could be in our lifetimes where we're asked to to stand up and and uh, we'll be asked to deny Christ and we'll have to say no and something will happen to us. We'll be put in jail or killed. So it's not good. Well, and even if it doesn't like actually happen to us, we always have to be prepared for it to be. You have to have that, you know, radical confidence in Jesus. Like when he was saying that you don't even worry about what you're gonna say. Don't don't plan for it. Just have faith in me, I'm gonna get you through all this stuff. And uh, I know that there's been times in my life where where um I'm like, How did I get through that? How did, like, you know, and, and uh and and so like those types of experiences help me to have faith. Um where, yeah, you know, I wouldn't be worried about stuff because, um, you know, somehow, somehow, like, you know, if I have to do something physically, I'll be, like, physically empowered to do it. If I have to do something intellectually, I'll be intellectually empowered to do it. I'm like, I used to joke around with my brother, um, uh, you ever see that movie Weekend at Bernie's where it's, like, a dead guy and they make him do all this stuff? I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm going to rely on God like that. Like, I'm, yeah. the, I'm, the, I'm the dead guy. I died. And if God needs me to do stuff, he'll like animate my body to do stuff. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Well, remember uh, last last week at the men's group, we talked about. Um, remember, I was talking about the, the ISIS and the Al Qaeda. Like, would you deny Christ so uh, that you could save yourself, so that you could proselytize more and bring more people to the church? Remember, we talked about that, right? But here. Uh, even just the fact that we were talking about it is, is against what he just said. He says, don't even prepare for that kind of thing. He says, just yeah. when you're put in that situation, 
Oh, that's right. You were there too, Bill. When you're when you're put in that situation, let it run. Let it roll. Right. So. Um, that's an interesting uh, comment. You know, they say that heroes are not made. Heroes are made in the moment. Heroes are not made, but heroes become heroes in the moment, right? So you could say, I, I would never do that. I would never rush into a burning building. But who knows, perhaps in that moment, the spirit hits you and you are willing to sacrifice your life. It's a good point. But, uh, you know, certainly when you were talking about ISIS, I, uh, you know, I try to put myself in that situation. And, you know, one cannot help but know that um, one would be afraid. One would be anxious. Uh, what gets you through that moment? I remember uh, there was an Italian, uh, again, journalist that they uh, cut off his head, uh, much like that guy Pearl. And... Um, Supposedly, he said, I, I believe in Christ, do what you want. Something like that. Not what they had expected. So, you know, I'm sure that he had not, well, maybe he did. He's a, he was a war correspondent, so I don't know. Perhaps you take that with, um, perhaps you have a different mindset. I don't know. But I know that I, I, I oftentimes I'll pray, I'll, in the moment I will say something to the effect of uh, um, not to be put to the test. You know, like uh, my brother's in the hospital. He's been there for 14 months. And I just look at him and I just pray for myself not to be in that situation. So anyway. Yes, Mark. We haven't heard from you. He's thinking. Well, I focused on uh, 16 and 17. It says, you will even be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. That's kind of scary. That's <laughs> scary. All right, hold on then. Now, who do I go to? Um, and then it says, you will be hated by all because of my name. That kind of helps me. Um, we don't have it that bad. We don't. Right here. When we leave here today, we don't. Just go to uh, persecution.com. If you want to see somebody persecuted on the planet, go to persecution.com. Um, because you can't have a Bible out in public. Um, you can't do this. You can't do that. You, you can't do almost anything according to your faith. But do we have that here? We can freely go to a, a Mass every single day, correct? In some countries, you can't even celebrate Mass. You can't. Because you'll be killed if you do. So we don't have it that bad. Um, I hope that if it ever comes to that, like the extreme people on this planet, if, if um, I, I don't think I would deny Christ. Um, but I know it says don't prepare, but I'm one who likes to prepare because I like to know as much as I can about him so that I feel comfortable in a certain situation. Even if somebody says this, that, or the other about our faith and they ask about our faith, so I can sometimes defend it. But that's just me. I, I just like to prepare. I'm just better off, I think, in different situations. But getting back to the 16 and 17 uh, verses, yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. And then I got thinking about, like, would, would my brother do that? Would my sister do that? Would my mom or dad do that? I don't think they would, you know, according to what Christ said to them. 
You know, that happened to me. My brother disavowed me, okay? And that hurts me till this day. It's like, you know, what did I do, bro? Because we were very close, always. And then, you know, something happens, and, you know, there was an ideology there. He thought that, you know, whatever, you know, it was the world according to him. And I guess somehow I dropped the ball or whatever. And, and he disavowed me like they do on Mission Impossible. We're going to disavow you. And, and that crushed me, and it still does today. But I'm, I'm getting some counseling for that, some therapy, and they say that, you know, it's not really your issue, Mark. It's right. his issue. Right. right. It, yeah. it's, it's, you know, he instigated that for whatever his mindset was. It was no fault of yours. You know, life happens. So that gave me some solace. But, but it, it does hurt, man. It does hurt. So that's why, you know, I... Hope you all keep close with your spouses and your children and your siblings and, 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 and us brothers and things like that. And I would never want to intentionally do that, do anything. But, you know, I've always, you know, try to lend a helping hand if and when I can. But when things like that happen, uh, you know, it's not in our control. And, and you, uh, you, you know, if you could reset the clock, you would. Yeah. And you figure you figure something out, but you you can't reset the clock. Right. So so the only thing I can do is just pray, and then I just offer it up, and I just ask God for 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 forgiveness and redemption. Well, say, have you forgiven him? I I always I don't know what I'm forgiving him for. He said, Mark, he 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 let you wallow out in the street. You know, he he was a man of means. He was a multimillionaire. He could have, but he he just totally he actually wanted to see you suffer. That that's what you know. He he wanted, he wanted to see you in pain. He wanted to see you in misery because that was kind of like some kind of payback for him because of his anger of, 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 of what he felt about about the situation. And so, um, yeah, for, forgiving him, yeah. And I, you know, sure, but you know, I, I again, I I cannot, I still cannot get my head around how people. Could be cruel to other people and, and mean like that, you, you know, and it happens. I mean, some people that's all they know, Mark. Yeah, that's all they know. Like, the person who grows up being an abuser was abused when they were younger. So, some people that's all they know. I'm not saying your brother was in that situation when well, he was, was growing he, up. He was, he was treated, our, our father was very hard on us, very hard. Maybe just continue with him, but then continue mm -hmm. with you. Yeah, yeah, and, and he was very careful to make sure that. His children did not, he did not do that to his children, mm -hmm. what our father did to us. So, um, and, and, and he has a wonderful relationship with his kids. So, you know, but, but my brother and, you know, they, and they were my role models, you know, that was my, that was my brother and father. That's, mm -hmm. that's what I saw. But God tells us, you know, persevere to the end. Don't worry about it. Tapestry. And that's a big thing. That's something Keith has, has taught me over and over. We could go to the book, maybe. Go to the... Go to one of these books. But one of the things I was uh, thinking when you were talking is how um, uh, when, when they're looking at the temple and they're thinking of like, the greatness and kind of like the ideal list of, like, you know, of kind of like what a family is supposed to be. In your context, is like, you know, we, we think of you know, what a family should be in the ideal. But in the fallen world... You know, families have issues and stuff like that, and so, 
And that's why, uh, you know, in the prayer that uh, our Lord taught us, the one thing that we're kind of responsible for doing is forgiving one another, because we are in this fallen world, and, you know, and, uh, and so in the same way he's, he's saying, oh yeah, that ideal is great, but we're in the fallen world, and that thing's going to be torn down, and, and uh, you know, that was one of the thoughts I was I was I was thinking. So yeah, that, that's a reality. Yeah, it happens. And uh, uh, but I also think that you know, in terms of your brother, that I look at things always in terms of like God's grace, because because uh, in the you know uh, it, it could be that he didn't receive the grace to to soften his heart, you know, and and, and you know, and that's part of that tapestry thing. Like, why didn't he receive the grace to do that? Because um, God was aware, and God only God knows your brother's heart, and and mm-hmm. and, um, and so that's what gives you know, like you know I, I always give people the benefit of the doubt and stuff like he probably would have softened his heart, uh, but for some reason, uh, yeah, because he, he became very successful worldly, and he was like an alpha dog. He was a, he was an alpha male, and so it worked for him, and then so he never would change. I'll, I'll read from one of these books here. Here's what one of them says. It says, Imagine the tone of this conversation. One of the bystanders makes an offhand comment, a little bit of, a, of small talk, about the beauty of the temple. Christ takes up the theme as a chance to voice what has been on his heart. He describes the coming destruction of the temple by the Roman army. This was to occur in 70 AD which will mark the definitive end of the former age, the Old Covenant epoch. epoch. And, th- and then, in response to that description, one of the disciples asks him when this will occur. The question is what immediately precedes this speech of the Lord. He tells them that other claimants to his messianic title will appear, and they did appear. He tells them that wars and natural disasters will occur. And they did occur between the years of his death and the destruction of Jerusalem, all over the Mediterranean basin. The Parthians moved against the eastern border of the Roman Empire. Laodicea was devastated by an earthquake in 60 AD. A famine ravaged Rome during the reign of Claudius. He tells them that foreign armies will surround Jerusalem and lay a horrible siege to it. And he tells them that they should get out before the siege begins. And then he tells them that before Jerusalem is destroyed, they will, they, they, they themselves will suffer fierce persecution from all sides, but that very persecution will afford them an opportunity to spread the good news. Maybe his listeners didn't grasp the whole meaning of his prediction until the events began to play themselves out, but as Jesus spoke, they would have had no doubt that Christ was declaring himself to be the linchpin of time and eternity, that the completion of his earthly mission Human history takes its final turn. The Old Covenant is being brought to its definitive end. Jerusalem will be trampled down by the pagans until the age of the pagans is completely over. And the new everlasting covenant is about to be inaugurated by the Lord. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, o Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, 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 that's comforting to me, these words that you say. Scripture, and from yeah, this is just commentary on it, but yeah, yeah, Mark. Um, I look at that paragraph where Jesus says to them, 
remember you're not to prepare your defense beforehand for I myself shall give you wisdom. So in the moment, he will give you wisdom, how to deal with it. And, you know, the, the strife uh, that anybody has. Um, so I think that that to me is the comforting part. Yes, it is. You know, you, have, you know, we have to turn to him and he will give us the wisdom in the moment. Now, you know, and, and as I say that, I go, hmm, you know, there's that, that little, you know, thing in your head that says, really? Really? But yeah, really. Yeah, and by your perseverance, you will secure your life. So he, Jesus, right. he, he wants us to just, just, just carry on. Just carry so remember, on. you're not to prepare. I mean, the most important thing is remember, I myself shall give you wisdom. And I mean wisdom, I'm also thinking comfort, yeah. strength, he does. courage, he does. And, the, and the source of perseverance, too. Yeah, he does. And that's strengthened through this, the gatherings that we have here and, and going to church and trying to, do, yeah. trying to do the right thing. So. Sometimes I'll wake up in the middle of the night, and if I'm going through a you know, difficult time when I have to have that type of perseverance, I have um, one of these holding crosses. It's like, you know, where you can hold the cross, and it's like prayer. And, and, and like, you know, that's one of the things that helps with the perseverance. Um, is like, you know, because uh, I feel like, you know, Jesus demonstrated the perseverance uh, on the cross. You know, he, he demonstrated his, his uh, trust in that trust in trust in the Father and love for us, and uh, and so I'm going through difficult times. Uh, I'll I'll hold this holding cross and I'll just you know kind of wait for it to be over. <laughs> and I hope I can keep that holding cross for a while longer. Too. Okay, you yeah, I forgot you on that one. Yeah, I I have a holding cross because when I was getting the treatments and stuff, the uh, the, the technician says you you can keep your cross. When they used to put me into that cooker and fry me in radiate me and things like that so that's a holding cross i guess and and i and i and i, and I do take take that with me like everywhere everywhere and, and and i don't mean to be embarrassed or anything but sometimes you, you know I'll, I'll even i'll have it and i'll even put my hand in my pocket or something you know because people will say what, what, what does he have his hand what do we do it looks like it's a cross and, and I, I squeeze it and hold it tight but I, but I take that with me like everywhere. So I, I, I hope I can hold on to it for a while till I, till I, uh, I there, there, there's a lot more work to be done. So I, uh, how big is it? it? It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's, it's like this big, but, but it's, it's, it's soft. So you, so you oh, can okay. squeeze it. Okay. It's not, it's not hard like a statue or something. Mm -hmm. And you could twist it, you could bend it, okay. you could, you know. Like Gumby, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so, so, you, you know, it's, it's, it, it is, it does bring me comfort. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like Lionel in his blanket or whatever, whatever we had as kids, you know, I, 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 I don't know that, so, but, uh, how, how did, what, carry on with, with your discussion of this, uh, Phil, you were bringing up some great points about, yeah, don't worry about what you're going to say or what you're going to do or anything. He said, Jesus is there. He said, I'm going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. So. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think, uh, the divine mercy chaplet also speaks of it. Um, 
and uh, to really appreciate Faustina uh, experience of her conversations with Christ. I think that's worth um, looking into. Um, I mean, the beauty of it is the, I think she describes uh, unfathomable, unfathomable, I'm, I'm probably, I can't, I'm getting tongue tied, unfathomable love for us. Um, I mean, they're the words that are just uh, incredible. Um, you know, we don't fully, un- we can't fully understand the love that Christ has for us. Um, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to say it this way. I, I believe we're taken care of. Not that we're worthy, uh, but that it, it goes beyond, beyond our understanding. Um, so um, there are a lot of things that you can look to for support, uh, to look for encouragement, the life of the saints. I know, you know, uh, going back to last week when they were talking about the ISIS again, uh, um, there was a, a famous, uh, um, uh, these are called the saints, the martyrs of Sicily, um, and uh, this is around uh, the 1450s, and the Muslims were attacking Europe through um, the Balkans, you know, that's like Yugoslavia, Albania, and coming up that, that side. They were also going to be attacking Rome, and to attack Rome, you had to go to Sicily first. And um, so, so there's a little town called Otranto. Uh, you can look it up. Uh, these are the, the martyrs of Sicily. And uh, so this town held out. Uh, they were vastly outnumbered, outgunned and all this. But they, vast, they, uh, they held out uh, and slowed the, uh, the advance of uh, uh, the Ottoman Turks. But um, at one point when they uh, captured the town, uh, they were given the option of converting or dying. And I think they were down to like 80 people, uh, maybe less, and they chose Christ. And so they were immediately beheaded. And uh, uh, this, this, the story of this martyrdom is that on, I don't know if it's all of them or a number of them, when they cut off their heads, their bodies didn't fall. And the executioner was trying to push their bodies down, and um, they couldn't do it. And the executioner converted at the moment, and then his head was chopped off. But now, the thing is, is that by um, by buying time, the um, it messed up the, uh, the Ottomans Turk uh, timetable and allowed the Venetian army, it was a combined army uh, of Venice, Spanish, Austrians, but they defeated the, the Turks in uh, the Battle of Lepanto. So you never know, you never know. Um, you know, you never know these instances, but you were talking about beheadings. I mean, here's a, a, a group of men, at the, probably they didn't get up in the morning and say, I'm going to be beheaded today, how do I prepare for it? Or am I going to deal with somebody saying to me, convert or die? But 
they chose that martyrdom. Um, and look at all of our saints. Uh, they give us courage. All the uh, people that died in the Colosseum have given courage to us. I mean, how, I mean, our faith is just incredible. Our, 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 I mean, our faith history is incredible, but incredible people in moments. Um, how does Bernadette stand up to the authorities um, at, um, at Lourdes? They're trying to get her to um, deny. They tried to suppress her. Even church people were trying to do that to her. Um, so anyway, um, so I look at also at the saints and what they go through. Um, when I, when I get into a real difficult time, I will say the rosary and I really, uh, focus on the sorrowful mystery and, and it help, that helps me. Uh, hey guys, I'm sorry, but I have to cut this meeting short cause I have to go in a little bit. Okay. okay. It was great to be together. I mean, I could leave. I could leave the Zoom on until it's done. I'm going to take my phone with me. Um, How much time left? Uh, I'm not sure. The thing hasn't gone off on it. Um, so uh, well, uh, we just have to say goodbye to Phil. Well, I'm, I, yeah, I'll say goodbye. No, I mean, you, you could call you can, him on the phone. I, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to stop the recording now. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, because.